bet you thought the Sheeran Brothers podcast was dead. But guess much, what? Much like the band Blink-182, at least with uh, Tom DeLonge. We're back. Play. Uh, Blink-182's got a new album. Uh, we're going to talk about it. Uh, we were going to do a show um, back when we saw Blink Way this back, past summer. Back. We were going to do multiple shows this May? summer, and we didn't. It was May. Um, was it May? I think so. Jesus Christ, and we're in October. It's almost November. Yeah. I. We saw Blink-182 in Hershey. Yeah. Uh, the reunited Blink-182 with Tom DeLonge. Yeah. Um, we, we got time. We, we uh, planned it out. We were going to do a, a whole tailgate podcast as we, we do these these days. Um, and we went to stall it, and we had no... No service no whatsoever. No service whatsoever. Nowhere. We uh, we'll, didn't realize how far away from the venue at Hershey Park we were. We were miles away. Yeah, One of the longest long. walks I've ever remembered taking to a show. We missed pretty much all of Turnstile's uh, opening set. We we got there for their last song. I had a thirty second video I took at the end of their last song, and that was it. That's all we saw of Turnstile. Um, and we were gonna do a show recapping the concert afterwards, and yeah, we didn't do that either. Nipple did it. Uh, we had so many uh, plans, so many uh, ideas for the the summer. Just it kind of. Much as the Subble did, it just, it just flew by. Flew by. Now, flew away. Now you know. Like a little bird. Now we're. Uh, like fairy dust. We're almost already mid through, midway through the football season. Yeah. Hockey's begun. Basketball's about to begin. They um, even get to do a little preseason football. Uh, no, no. Talking that, shit that, up. That didn't happen either. No. We've. We failed you. Those of you who do listen. To be fantasy football one. We have failed you. Well, and I apologize. Um, but hey, it's getting cold and shitty out again, so uh, we're stuck inside drinking, and that leads to us doing this shit. So uh, maybe more more podcasts along the way. But honestly, we haven't had a lot to talk about. No, the, no. The football season's been trash. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, the, the the product is terrible. Yeah. All right? I'm so I, I, so done with I, the I was I was done with the Who NFL. Dat? I was done with the I, NFL I season uh, four snaps into the Jets yeah. season when Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles, which, by the way... We did a whole solo podcast uh, about Aaron Rodgers yes, hyping it up. Yes, I did, but I believe I that also... That podcast was longer than Aaron Rodgers' Jets career. I, but I also believe I longer mentioned... Longer than his season. I mentioned, amidst all the excitement, I mentioned in that podcast... You did. You said something's was, going yeah, to yeah, go terribly wrong. Pennington and all a- that. And I said... I've been saying, if, I, if, if you could bet on somebody getting injured... I would have oh, done it. I would have bet on it. I would have bet in that I would have done it. Especially when he came out with the uh, the American flag on That's 9-11. Done. But, hey. They might as well have been playing Hulk Hogan, Real Americans. But he's already he's, he's already walking. Yeah, yeah. So but maybe he'll be back. He's not vaxxed. He's, you know, he's he a medical marvel. He might be um, back. Um, but anyway, the games have been terrible. Yeah. Um, um, I know you're upset as, about the Saints. Yeah, the Saints offense is trash. Never buy a used call. I just bought one. <laughs> Um, but I'm loving it so far, even though, uh, you know, the lights randomly I always buy a used car. Stuff. Um, Don't buy a used Derek car, yeah, is what you're saying. And Saints alone in that mistake. Um, but, yeah, we're going to talk about Blink. They just released a new album today, and uh, we like to try new beverages here. So, as we get into it, I just picked this up. It's a good well, fall beer. We love SBC here in the scranton Pittston area. Um, Susquehanna Brewing Company, SBC, out of Pittston, PA. 
Uh, we love just about everything they do. Um, they've been a little hit and miss lately. Uh, that up, that upside down pineapple cake bullshit was yeah, horrible. Yeah, um, the cream that, that, that was awful. Was bedled but not as good. Um, but I'm interested to try this. Picked up some spiced apple crisp. Good for the fall. I like, I like the apple crisp. Crack into it. We can both got a can each. We're I, not gonna. I'm concerned about share. the spice. Yeah. So a little cheer, uh, cheers, sure. ski. All right. Cheers to Florida State's victory that just happened, uh, and the Phillies. Oh, uh, Mich- Michigan's rolling. Oh, yeah, Michigan. Hello. Michigan, Florida State, undefeated. Could be College a playoff. playoff. Could be a playoff. Maybe game. things stay the way they are. Uh, I took a sip. I kind of like it. Yeah. Oh, that's folly. That's a fall beer right there. Is that there. a word, folly? That's yeah. Um. That's a- apple crisp at its best. I feel like I just sucked the juices out of a, a nice apple. It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. All right. Don't think I could drink many of these, but it's tasty. I also have them in, Sweet the, apple pie. in the freezer for a bit. That helps as well. Mm-hmm. Helps with any beer. It's cold. I'm still sucking down a Yingling official logle of the Philadelphia Phillies. Go Phillies. The, the by the way, by the way three, two, I, I know I jinx and I curse a lot of things. Phillies are taking this World Series. Okay, I'm just saying. God, I hope so, because I don't want to see the Astros win again. Don't worry about it. Philly's got the firepower. We're getting it done. Hopefully. Go Phils. I thought the Rangels uh, had a little bit of boost with Creed's. The Scott Stapp, uh, they were playing, Can you take me higher? That was pretty good. Well, um, it worked for the Vikings last yeah. week, right? Uh, they were playing Creed in the locker room? Yeah, well, it was looking for the Rangels until Scott Stapp showed up at a game, and then they haven't won since, so... You don't think we could bring Thanks this... Thanks a lot, Scott. You don't think Go we back could, to your you don't think we could, You don't think we could bring this full circle all the way around? I can. I'll tell you why. Creed's back. Blink-182 is back. The go. 90s are back. Yeah, Creed's doing a... Uh, a a yacht festival, uh, a cruise, a cruise. Uh, they don't look too bad. Oh, I gotta no. tell you, they don't look too bad. They kind of look the same. Uh, Blink looks old. Blink look old, but not as old as the formal member Matt Skiba. We just saw that new Alkaline Trio oh video. I haven't seen what, it what yet, but you saw it. What happened to Skiba? I like the song, but I, I love the he, song. He, he's but looking he, rough. He looks awful. Um, yeah, I think Blink was giving him some youth being in Blink. Uh, <laughs> was that uh, song is, off? Uh, I got. The last blink out. I got blaming on my youth. I got kicked out of Blink 182, and I go gotta go back to my original band, Alkaline Trio, and I'm really, really depressed about it. That's what he looks like. I want to be depressed. Alkaline Trio is a fantastic band. I know. I love them, and I love the new. I'm single. happy there, but you know, as as all right as that was, you know, if you're not gonna have Blink, I'm fine. I wish they didn't call themselves Blink 182. I wish it was plus 44. Plus 44 with Mad Skiba. Name yourself something else. Plus 45. Yeah, something. Uh, plus trio, uh, Blink One Eighty Trio, Blink One Eighty yeah. Trio. Okay, they could have called themselves. Um, you know, it's fine with that arrangement for the time being. But Blink is think... only Blink with Tom, and Tom's back in Blink. And um, I think uh, you know, Travis said something interesting. Travis Barker said something interesting uh, during the promotion of the yeah, new album. Yeah, we probably should have watched. They where, did a, where he a said, hour and a half long interview. He said something along the lines of, uh, you know, Blink-182 is and always has been myself, Mark, and Tom. That's Blink-182. Yeah. Let, yeah. let, let's quit, you know, bringing other people in the band, trying to do other things. Even though it's, Travis it's wasn't an original. It's the three of us, yeah. and, the you know, the quicker we get to learn to accept that, you know, the better it will be for everybody. Travis was an original member. Of no, he wasn't. Though. Scott was. Scott was the original By the way, Blink-182 formed in 1993 
in Poway, California. I just, I just pulled up. Uh, yeah, it's a suburb of San Diego. Do you know <laughs> me, where I me get and my, Mike? Me and Mike have notes from. Do you know where I get my information? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. I'm Blinkopedia. 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 Uh, me and Mike have notes. Do you know yeah. when my notes were from? May twenty third of this year, because that's when we were going to do this podcast right. when we saw Blink One Eighty Two. And you know what? Fuck it. We already stalled at this episode, but uh, this is how we were going to start the show when we were in a parking lot with no Slovis at all, trying to find a way, any way to get Slovis at Hershey Park. And uh, we were going to start with, Hello there! And where are all you? And I'm in Hershey, because I came to see Blink tonight. I hope they play the song always. They did. Which they did. They did, and they weren't playing it for a while, but they played it. And here's the thing. It was good. Uh, they sounded good. Um, but They we, sounded great. We uh, didn't have a good I time. I hated. We didn't have a good time. Hated the experience of the show. <laughs> they sounded great. Didn't see much of them. We arrived late. That's for um, Because we were tailgating and trying to do this fucking podcast that we're doing now five months after the fact. But, um, do you think it's because we didn't do the podcast we had a bad time? There are so many reasons I had a bad time. <laughs> so I took an edible before the show. I didn't know Something this. I don't told do me much. Afterward. You yeah. told me afterward. Like I didn't even know. know. I took a little gummy. A little THC weed gummy. Um, and, you know, riding down, what, two, three hour ride to Philly. Hershey. Yep. Um, it's about an hour and a half. Yeah, little, I'm feeling, I'm feeling fine for like about the first Almost half hour. And, uh, Easy ride. Yeah. Fun ride. Midway no through the ride, if you've ever done edibles, or if you've seen memes about edibles, the joke is, I ain't feeling this. And then, fitting to Blink-182 and the song, I'm feeling this. And you're feeling and it. And where do we go from here? I didn't know where to go from here. I was tripping. I was freaking out. Um, I have really bad social anxiety to begin with. Um, COVID hasn't helped that at all. Um, and then it's still weird going to shows. This was the craziest, most packed show I've been to post-COVID. Um, this show was 100% oversold. There is no way that whatever the capacity was, they oversold. Um, I thought it would be fun to get general admission. I got general admission for probably way too much. I probably would have been allowed get just getting collegial seats. We walk in. We're stuck in the back. I went to the beer line. As they were cutting off beer, I missed the first three songs of Blink set because I'm in the beer line to get beer. Um, Meanwhile, I'm, I'm waiting. You're I'm waiting. looking for you. I'm being told to move. I'm in constantly. general admission, and I'm being yeah. constantly told to move. They were fine. Everyone standing there, there, wherever there, until Blink stalled. There is, there and is, and then they said, "Move." There is a sea of people. Yeah. Um. There's not much where to go. I. I. It's dark. Yeah. Um. I'm getting bounced around. I. I get pushed into a disabled young lady <laughs> who is sitting in a chair. I forgot about and this. And she. Yes. And she shoves Almost me. Almost on the lap. And she shoves me away. Uh. Her. Her. Uh, boyfriend is there. Not and happy. he is very very angry. He's yeah. he's staring a hole into my soul, yeah. and uh, I could tell he wanted to fight, and I meant no harm. I apologize. So sorry. Um, there's you know there's 40, 50 year old men yeah. and women. There's people our age. Uh, there's 10, 12 tweens? year old kids. Tweens. There's tweens. There's teenagers. 
it was just a strange mix. Yeah, it's, it was like a oh. high school reunion that you didn't want to be at. Um, I hated high school. Did you hate high school? Absolutely. I absolutely hated it. Um, but it was like you're stuck at high school and the jocks who made fun of you for listening to music like Blink-182 all there. And they're just as douchey as ever. Um, but now they're old and annoying. And it was just everything I hated. And it made me... I've never felt so old and yet so young at a show in my life. There's been there's been a few times. I mean, we um, still go to a lot of concerts and yeah. we realize our age. We're getting up there. What's my age again? <laughs> I'm but aware of what I my age again. Going, and this show made me realize what my age again. Part of going to a... Maybe too old to be going to shows. Part of going to a show is to kind of feel young, right? Yeah. Um, and this one did the opposite. There's thousands there's, of people in Las Vegas at this very moment. When we were young, the festival, to, what a sick like playing right now, probably. But um, yeah, this one was one of those shows that made me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and Blink playing, it was kind of just in the background. Yeah. I was trying uh, to enjoy it, and from what I saw, heard, it was a blur. It sounded they sounded good. Uh, yeah. Um. But. Drugs aside, it just I felt like I was just I. I I was there, but not there. And we left. Um, this is something we, we don't do. We, we, left we have as never the left a show. Encore was going on. I think the only time previous to this was we once it went to see... It did help us get a jump on the traffic, though. I do yeah, believe. Yeah. I, I think it helped. We once went to see Sammy Hagel and David Lee Roth. I don't know if you remember this, but I we do. just randomly, last minute, they were doing, like, uh, Van Halen... Not Van Halen uh, Tool. We went to it. We liked Sammy Hagel. We didn't really like Van Halen. We hated David Lee Roth. I don't know why we went to this show. I think it had something to do with Old Dad wanted to go. I don't know. We went, though. Um, Sammy Hagel played first. Yep. We didn't care for David Lee Roth or anything. And then we just randomly left. Another time was Nine Inch Nails on the Wave Goodbye Tool. We've probably mentioned this on a podcast before. But... Um, they opened for Jane's Addiction on their farewell tool before they... Which is just insane to Just me. weird. But I mean, I get Jane's Addiction headlining any other time, but it was Nine Inch Nails' Nine Inch Nails playing, playing in the daytime. Just weird. Wet Reptile with green flashing lights playing, and then it was weird. Um, but they, it was the best set I've ever seen from Nine Inch Nails. Amazing. But um, then you got Jane's Addiction They did the hurt as the sun was going down. That was the one moon was cool coming thing. Up. That and was moon, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then Jane's Addiction played and we just left. They started playing Jane <laughs> Says and we were like, well, Jane Says, we say that's enough. And we left. Um, There's not many bands like from the 90s that I really just can't stand. And Jane's Addiction Yeah, you one really don't like I just Jane's don't Addiction. Like I'm fine I, I, with I, them. I, they're whatever. Mountain Song's cool. Yeah. Um, I have some songs yeah. I like by them. I know you hate Ben Cott stealing, mostly because of dogs barking. Which, by the way, another reason why we haven't been doing a podcast in ja- so long. I we got I, a new dog. I think I hate Jane um, Says more. Yeah, we got a new dog, Sebastian. He's He's been pretty quiet so far, but who knows. Um, he good. hopped off the couch. He didn't like us chatting. He's a good man. He's a good boy. Um, but, uh, yeah, we don't leave shows very often. We'll stay to the end and then get stuck in traffic. But... I don't know what it was. I was already annoyed. I was just hating, hating everything. Blinkers sounded great, but I knew what the last few songs were. I was never a fan of all the small things. Hate it. They started playing it, and I just said, eh, I'm good. 
I'm good. I knew Dammit was coming off to yeah. And I love Dammit. I love seeing Dammit live. I love the confetti falling at the end. And I said, well, you know what? Well, I guess this is growing up. <laughs> I know what my age is. It's time to go. Uh, Mark Marion has a great, great bit in his stand-up special. Uh, one of the ones, uh, not the Armageddon COVID one, but he had one before that. Um, where he's talking about uh, he hates going to consoles, but he went to see Rolling Stones, who just released an album as well. We also just listened to that. Could do a review. Let's I, just do a quick review of it. I like I it. I think it's pretty good <laughs> for how old they are. Um, Pitchfork gave it like a 4.5. You're talking dudes in their 80s, man. Yeah. They just lost and, their drummer. And you got the Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney and Ringo Stahl on a track. Elton like, John's on Elton one. John's on one. Lady Gaga. Like... Yeah, I mean... It's like 48 minutes long. It's a it, fun it's album. It's pretty generic, but it's fun. Um, I mean, much better than I expected from a Rolling Stones album in 2020. Hell yeah. I mean, the fact that they could put out any kind of competent... Yeah. It's amazing. Keith Richards is alive! The man is alive, and he's pulling off solos like he is. It's crazy. And Mick Jagel, like, he's still got the voice. He's... Much respect. I, I, I like the album. I enjoyed the hell out of it when I listened to it today. I'm not but yeah, to give that a listen. Um, it's 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 not bad. Um, but Mark Barron has a bit about seeing the Rolling Stones. And he, he doesn't want to go. His friend drags him to go. He goes. And this is how I felt. Because you, you've never really been a big Blink fan. You were no. more offspring. I was we, more we, Blink. We had this feud. I think yeah. we've mentioned in previous podcasts yeah. growing up. There's yeah. always this kind of feud. I was Offspring guy. You were a Blink guy. I was Christina Aguilera guy. You were a Britney, Britney Spears, Spears guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Even Spice Girls, I was Baby Spice. You were Posh Spice. Like, I think, right? Were you Posh? Um, I think. Maybe, but when were I you? look back at it, I'm, I'm Ginger. Ginger. Yeah. Yeah, you might like Ginger. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you know, we were always on the same page, but slightly different. Right. Um... I think one thing we agreed on, we liked Metallica more than ACDC. Sure, I think. of course. We were both uh, Beavis in that realm and not Butthead. But, yeah, I was more Blink, you were more Offspring. Um, but you didn't care to see Blink. You saw them. I dragged you to see them two, three times already. No, but I, you were good. I know that I know it meant a lot to you. So yeah, you know, I, I couldn't live out. with oh, Blinkle back with Tom. I have to go. So even though it was sold out, plus even knew, though tickets will triple the price. Plus, I knew Hershey was an e easy drive, and this is how we do yeah. it. You pay for the concert tickets, I drive. That's and the arrangement. It's a great arrangement. You find anyone. I don't care if it's a brother, if it's a friend, if it's a significant other. That is the way to go. Um, I look at it. I've been how, doing this way before I saw the driving. Hershey's not yeah. difficult. I, was I like to uh, get drunk. I like to take some edibles. You know, whatever. I like to to let loose at shows. I don't want to have the responsibility of driving. I don't care about paying for it. You know, I don't. I don't have much going on. I don't have many bills to pay. I'm fine with paying the ticket price if someone does the drive. But um, yeah. Uh, you did the drive, we went, and I don't regret it. I would have regretted it if I didn't go. But, yeah, it was a high school reunion that I <laughs> didn't want to go to that I went to and, you know, kind of wish I didn't. But they sounded great. Yeah. Nothing against Blink. There, there's, uh, there's only been a few times where I've felt strangely uncomfortable at a show. Yeah. 
that one. There's been a couple warp tours. Yeah. The last couple warp tours. The beginning of uh, when we saw Phoebe Bridges and that mom got mad at us because we took a spot, wearing a double spot. We stood when in front of them because there was a big it, open space. When it's an open field, and she got mad. Uh, excuse me, we've been standing here for hours. Yeah. Uh, well, excuse well, me, look, bitch. Uh, you left a big open space look in, at front all this room in front of you. <laughs> yeah. So then we just moved up and got a bevel spot, anyways. And wanna, we looked back and she was wanna, giving us death stare. You want to move back in front of us? Move on up. Yeah. Move on up. Um, um, but yeah, uh, nothing against Blink. They sounded great. Um, just a series of unfortunate events led <laughs> to a terrible experience at this one. Um, uh, but the set list was great. They had a little mix of everything. Um, even the Skiba songs sounded great. Yeah. The California songs, the uh, um, the Nine songs they did Up All Night, and uh, it's well, kind of funny. Night was with it, Tom, but it's, uh, it's kind of funny. Bored though. to Death, with, um, yeah, Bored to Death, which you know when it came out, I wasn't really big on. Uh, but hearing Tom sing, it's like, oh, this is a Blink song. It's almost, and it was like, and that's what I was gonna for, say is like, it's almost like even the songs like when Tom wasn't in the band. Um, the songs they did without him with 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 Matt, yeah. um, it's almost like they were written for Tom yeah. to sing. And um, so the other song cool. that was stuck in my head from I think it's from California. Um, What's the point of not sorry? I'm not sorry now. Like it sounds like Tom should have been singing it. It's a good Tom impression. I don't know what song you're talking about, but yeah, uh, it's a one of those one minute songs. There's a few of that on the new album. Should we get into the new yeah, album? Should we go back to and talk about the old albums? Uh, well, it's about the new album, though. All right, we're talking yeah. about the new um, album. That's what it's about. Um, Blink One Eight Two just released a new album one more time. Which first album in four years, but first album with Tom DeLonge. With the original lineup yeah, in neighborhoods, like probably a decade. I think I have this written down somewhere. Neighborhood, I don't have dates. Why 2011, do dates? so 2011, we're talking yeah. 13 years later. Yeah. Um, and even neighborhoods, they didn't really record together. That was a corporate decision to, we, we can make money off this. Yeah. Because Travis got into a helicopter accident, almost died. Yeah, let's do a little background. Um, um. So then, they got back together because of that, and then they won't really also because their longtime producer died. Yeah, and and then they won't on the best of terms, but you know, stay together for the kids, get back together for the kids. So they got back together, made neighborhoods, which I think is a a, a fine album. It's got some fun tracks, but it's a bit Ghost, of a, a mess. Ghost on the dance floor, love it. Snake Charmel's fun. Love is Dangerous is kind of like a bonus track, but that's fun. Love is Dangerous. Um, I mean, you want to look... Uh, Halt's All Gone is Listen, fun. people, you want to go through the Blink-182 cat, uh, catalog and you want to find a sleeper Blink track that you never thought you heard that you could fall in love with, Love is Dangerous. Yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying. I like it. Um, but, I, you know, Neighborhoods was fun, but it was kind of, you know, you can tell something was off that it was kind of... Uh, uh, like a collage. They were all recording it in separate studios and stuff. Then they got together and did um, Dog Eat Dog. The EP. Um, the EP. Was that the name of it? Dog Eat Dog? I think so. Song. Dogs Eating Dogs. Yeah. 
I have the song Boxing Day, um, I remember. Boxing Day, um, Dogs Eating Dogs. This is kind of a weird era of Blink-182 when they yeah. first got together after their first breakup in 2005. Yeah. When they got back together in 2011. Because I didn't realize that they were still together, like, for a couple years. Like, yeah, 2011, yeah, they, they did multiple 2012, tools. 2013. To me, when I look back on it, I kind of just like, oh, yeah, they did Neighborhoods and then they broke yeah, up that again. That was it, no. But they were actually together for a We saw them years. twice after that reunion. Because we saw them on the reunion where they Which played with... Which was also Hershey. Weasel. No, we saw them in, with Weasel. And oh, that was yeah. in New Jersey, Home, Home Down. Home Down, New Jersey. But then we also saw them when Neighborhoods came out. It came out. That was in Hershey. Yeah, with, which was uh, a much better experience. Uh, with Manchester Orchestra and uh, My Chemical Romance. Romance. By the way, um, we were going to do multiple console, um, podcasts. We were going to do a year. separate podcast. And uh, I just got to say, Manchester Orchestra, the best live band I've seen this year. I'm going to go on record and say that, I think. We've seen some really good shows this year, dude. We have, but name a band who put on a double show than Manchester Orchestra. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I can. They were great. Uh, they played with Jimmy Eat World and Middle Kids. It was a, a great show. I think was that the last show we saw? Uh, Rob Zombie. Oh, Rob Zombie Cooper. and Alice Cooper, which was fun. Um, but yeah, I, I think I enjoyed that show the most. And, what I love uh, about Manchester Orchestra, it's the closest thing that we have to brand new. Yeah. It gave me brand new vibes, and mm. it's like, oh man, brand new's kind of still alive. Not yeah. really; it's a different band. But, but but there's a lot of connections with brand new there, and uh, they were great. Um, but yeah, um, we saw them in Hershey the first time, and we got seats up close. Mm -hmm. It was uh, on my birthday, or around my birthday, one of the best birthday presents. Mike kills it with birthday presents, um, which makes me feel bad because I didn't get him anything. This year, except so I gave myself a concussion. That's what I did for his birthday. <laughs> um, I wanted to get him tickets to Jets Eagles, but he didn't want any part of that. One day before his birthday, and what happened on that day before your birthday? On that game that I wanted to get bus trip tickets to go the, and go to. The Jets got a fluke win. The Jets beat the Eagles. They got a fluke win. I wanted me, you, Chuck. We were going to go. We would have done a podcast they there. Got, it would have been fantastic. They got, and then afterwards, they got Chuck would have been pissed and bitching. The, and you would have been. The Jets got a fluke freak win. That happens. It happens. Um, but they have one. But um, that year, you got really great seats. Like, we're talking like fifth, sixth they were row. Good, right? Yeah. And Hershey. Um, and the guys in front of us, they said, fuck these seats. And we all picked up the seats and threw it. Talk <laughs> about being a rebel. Talk about uh, reckless abandoned. I remember uh, that kid. He on was, and on. He was lit. Yeah. That kid and, was lit. and we were, you know, dancing along, loving the show with them. And what's great is, ironically, they parked next to us. We walk all the way back up to spending this whole console, this great experience with these, these these guys. I think it was, what, three guys, something like that? I think so. I remember one um, in particular. When we threw the chairs together, we were dancing and singing along the whole time. <laughs> and then we walked back to the park line. It was a great show. Great See you, man. And we parked right next to us. Yeah. And we're like, cool. And then, uh, oh, you parked here? Yeah, so do we. And we're like, oh, yeah, we got a long drive ahead of us. Oh, where are you guys from? And we go, oh, you know, Scranton area, Pennsylvania. Scranton area, like the office? Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know Dwight Schrute? And I was like, yeah, I met him once because I met Rain Wilson. And then it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, you guys got any Coke? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, okay. See you later. And then they 
Scrubble Wet. It's a great night, though. That was a <laughs> fun one. It was a great night. That was probably the best Blink show I experienced. Let's just put it this way. We were had more fun at that show than the actual band was having during that yeah, time. Yeah, because yeah, around that time, they were not having a good time. And they broke up shortly after. They actually, I think, played Montage shortly after that. And we didn't go to that show. That was fun we missed. Um, Travis had, like, a broken leg or something. They were playing with Take It Back Sunday. We didn't go. But then they, they broke up. On Travis. Yeah, he's had so many uh, hand injuries recently uh, but you know they they broke up and then they did the skiba stuff i saw them with skiba twice you thankfully never saw them with skiba and again i love mad skiba i love alkaline Trio. you say skiba i say skiba 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 i think it's skiba i think you're right skiba? I don't is it two b's or one b one is it three? Alkaline trio. Uh, one B. Skibiba. It's one B. Uh, yeah, but um, I saw them first at a Firefly Festival with Skiba. Skiba, 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 Skiba. And then um, they did like a greatest hits set. And it was great. I was also, we saw them at, uh, me and my ex saw them at uh, a stage that was sponsored by Dogfish Head. And they had Dogfish Head Brewery set up. So they had like, legit dogfish head on tap and i was drinking a lot of that and uh there was people smoking weed in front of us and all i can remember was the one guy just kept taking hits from his bowl and kept doing the uh the ezekiel elliott and he kept saying boys gotta eat boys gotta eat and kept <laughs> acting like he was doing like the spoon to the mouth uh, like feeding and that's all i could think of and i'm just smelling the <laughs> Weed, weed hitting me. I got secondhand high from it, and he just every time he would take it. Boys gotta eat. Boys gotta eat, and kept doing that. Um, but they played like a greatest hit set, and I thought it sounded great. And I was like, oh, who who needs Tom? And then a few months later, I saw them. Awful California came out, and I saw them at Montage, and I hated it. Hate it. They did most of California and not a lot not of a fan the of other that hits. Album. Not a fan and of that even album. the old songs they did with Skiba that I saw, it's like he forgot how to sing them. He was either trying too much to be like Tom or not be like Tom. It sounded bad. And I said, all right, that's it. I'm done. And then Nine came out. I didn't even want to listen to Nine. And I listened to it. And uh, I was like, I think I told you when I listened to it, I go, you know what? This ain't that bad. This is kind of a fun album. I was so, like, I was like hooked on Nine for like yeah. a week straight. It's like all I listened to, and then I never like listened to it again. Yeah, yeah. But, um, it's Bedlam in California, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, but for sure. It's you know, it's but, not Blink. But as so. I've as I've always told you, Blink One Eighty Two is not Blink One Eighty Two without Tom Belong. No, it's just not. No. Just like I don't think Blink was really Blink, even though they were already Blink without Travis I think with Scott you know they were a fine punk band at the time but they really found the sound with Enema with bringing Travis in and then they really found the stride and there's out al those albums Malk Tom and Travis the Malk Tom and Travis show that's where it's at that's Blink that's where everything clicked and and those albums Enema the State Take Off Your Pants and Jacket Self-titled. Do you know how Blink was founded via Blinkopedia? No. Uh, oh, Tom was Tom was uh, he got expelled from high school for oh, being yeah, drunk. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. At a high school basketball game. 
And then he ended up out of school with the original drummer, Scott. Yeah. And then I, I met a friend through a friend. They met Mark. Back when I was a, a young boy. Uh, and the original name of Blink-182? Duct Tape. Yeah. Figure Eight. Yeah. There was the two uh, names, and then Tom renamed him Blink. Yeah. I, and then I, the numbers I, came I, into play. This is all making sense now, because <laughs> I had a Blink uh, unauthorized biography DVD. It's probably somewhere in this house somewhere. I forget. It was some Enema of the State. Enema something. But I had that on DVD, and I had all that stuff in there. Um, so it's legit. Blinkopedia got their yeah. shit together. They know. Yeah. Um, We're not just spewing bullshit. No, yeah. I mean, unless someone throws some bullshit in there. But, you know, I like Buddha, Buddha and... Uh, Shazai Cat. Shazai Cat. Those was fun. Your first but memory. What's amateur. your first memory of Blink, though? First memory Them of Blink... Them being naked. Um... It might have been, yeah, the What's My Age Again video, them yeah. being naked, the Talk Soup. Yep. I remember, was it... The, uh, the original Talk Soup. Who was the host of Talk Soup? Nah, it, was, it was previous to Hal Sparks. So it wasn't Hal Sparks? No, no, no. It was the guy was before, it Craig Kilblum? No, no, no. The guy before him. Before Craig Kilblum? I think so. Oh, shit. Maybe the guy after Craig Kilburn, but it was the early day. Maybe Craig Kilburn yeah, and Yeah, early, early days of Talk mm. Soup. I, I, I don't got the name yeah. ready, but... Uh, but yeah, yeah, I remember that video. Um, but I also remember um, uh, well, cousin Keith. We bring him up a lot when talking about music, and uh, I, I remember like I probably already knew. He also is one of the few listening. listeners of our podcast, and we really yeah. appreciate. Shout it. Shout out to you, Keith. Thank you, thank you, thank you for so much. <laughs> um, no thanks to Derek Call, by the way, Oakland well, Raiders. Well, he, he, uh, didn't, he didn't trade him to you. Um, yeah, but he's probably happy he did now. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, no really thanks down. for that used piece of shit. But one used piece of shit that I'm happy he did lend us was his Blink-182 Dude Ranch CD. There you go. And that was... Uh, I just remember one time we were just at his place and he just, like, was just opening us up to music. And there's a few albums he had us listen to and lend to us. And just three of them, just to name. Offspring Smash. I remember the cassette. I Green Day it. Dookie. Yep. CD. And Blink-182 Dude Ranch. Yep. That's all we fucking needed. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> crappy up, pop, pop op, punk. Opened up a whole new world to yeah. us. Um, so the thing, And then he got us into a lot of new metal shit, too. So... Um, always great for that. I mean, we probably would have got into it from By the way, those MTV three, and TRL. Those three anyway. bands, Blink-182, Green Day, The Offspring, the big three of pop punk in the Playing 90s, right now at uh, when we were young. They knew how to book yeah. that show, let me tell you. Um, but uh, Dude Ranch just hit different. Like I, I thought, Says I'll Count a great song. Carousel's probably one of my favorite Blink songs. It's a great one. If not my favorite Blink song. But... The thing about Buddha and Sajal Count, very, very amateur and stuff. But then, um, not to mention, I mean, Dude Ranch is a little amateur still, but they were really clicking with that. Damn it, and uh, Josie, and just um, as a Voyager man, I love that yeah, one. And as a geeky Star Wars fan, I love New Hope. I, you know, <laughs> Pathetic's great. Yep. I, I just, I love Dude Ranch, and that really set set the pace for blink 182 and what followed but then scott it's a became fun album someone actually did i i don't recommend listening to it because it's pointless and it's stupid but 
Um, someone, like, did modern day, like, editing with, like, blink guitar riffs of what that album would sound like if it came out now. And it, you know, it just shows, like, that the album would have been relevant still yeah, I, today. I, I mean, I think when you look back on it, I think, you know, Dude Ranch is the first Blink-182 album where you can listen to it and say, okay, all right, they got something. Yeah. You know, they got something but here. But then the but addition... Then Scott became an alcoholic and got fired. Yeah. And he then said he'd go to rehab and all this stuff. Yeah. And they're like, nah, we got Travis. I love how we said we were going to dive right into the new album, but now we're just doing a full-on Blink cast. But you kind of have to that, set the... That, that was the plan. The we're, we're setting the table. Yeah, I mean, we we wrote notes back in May. We're going to fucking do the Blink cast. This is the Blink cast, and this is how it's going to be. Um, you got to set the table. And... Uh, Travis, who was in Aquabats. Which was a band that toured with yeah, Blink. Yeah, uh, um, they were a fun uh, band, but, you I know. I saw somewhere where um, how they knew they had something with Travis's late notice. He learned, like, a 20-song set in 45 minutes. Which, you know. The guy's a machine. It's crazy, but that that's how a lot of these things can happen. We once saw Gaslight Anthem... Um, at the Mansell in Philly, their drum loom, um, something happened with the drum. Oh, they had, uh, was that Weinberg was the drum loom, or was it, someone left their band, well, something happened, and then they ended up, they had no drum loom for the show, and then the drum loom. Yeah, they from, were mad at the drummer, he didn't, yeah. like, he no-showed her, they are having some kind of contentious yeah, I don't thing going on, but, but he wasn't at the show. The drum loom from Against Me show. ended up playing playing a few songs and then but he loaned like five songs in like yeah, two Ad, hours Adam Adam yeah. Willard who is now the new drummer right. of Alkaline Trio yeah. who is also a drummer yeah. of Tom DeLonge's Angels and Airwaves see and all connects that. and all connects um, but yeah you know it's just sometimes it takes that and like that's all you need is just right right place right time I think that's happening with Foo Fibles right now you know um they stole the Offsprings drummer. Jerks! <laughs> but, you know, it's just the right fit and someone who can come in and play the songs when you need them to, and that's that's all it is. Um, but Travis came in, uh, coming from Aquabats, and then Enema of the State just took them to another level. Um, they were really hitting on all cylinders. And, and then What's My Age Again... Adam's song, all the small things, just three mega hits off one album, just incredible stuff. And then they follow that up with "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket," with "Rock Show," and "First Date," "Stay Together for the Kids," "Long Live Boomer," "Boomer," great. I, I get vibes from the first date video from the "Dance with Me" video. Yeah, a little tribute to the Ramones. Um, but, you know, the, those albums... I'm not the biggest fan of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, to never, be honest. Never been my um, favorite. A little too poppy. But it was a very successful album. Very and successful album. I get why people love it. And it's they're rolling. angsty pop punk at its time. They're rolling. And then they changed things up a bit with Self-Titled. 
and got a little more serious, got a little more dark, got wanna, a little more emo. You want to talk about edgy. a mature Blink-182 album. We're going to talk about the new Blink-182 album. And everybody's, a lot of people are saying this is their most mature album, their new album. No, no it isn't. No. Self-titled is their most mature yeah. album. Okay? I mean, outside of the, Feeling This has a little bit so, of like... There's there's songs on self-titled where it's like, this isn't even Blink-182. What is going on? Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, I think it's one of the be- one of the best albums of the 2000s. It's top five albums of all time. It's fantastic. I just love the flow of it from start to but finish. But it's not it's not the Blink One Eighty Two you know. No, um, you know I mean they they did uh, really switch things up, which caused a lot of dissension in the band. Yeah, uh, you know they had some really like cool musical interludes. They have just like different sounding stuff. Um, Robert Smith. Um, Isn't it funny though? Sometimes. Um, a band puts out their best work when they're really at their worst as far as working yeah, with each uh, other. Well, just even in a, a self-human thing, like Nine Inch Nails' best album is, you know... Fragile. Fragile, um, Downward Spiral, and... Trent uh, Reznor was completely falling apart yeah, during the uh, making heroin, of Heroin, and he's fucking doing the album in the Manson house, like... You know, sometimes this is what brings out the best in people, sadly, um, is dysfunction and, and misery. Um, but I really love that, that self-titled album. It's the best, to me, it's the best Blink-182 album ever. Yeah. Oh, man, I, don't, I don't even think there's like a close Every second. album that has come out since then, I just go, oh, well, you know, it's good, but it's not self-titled. And then once you do that, you're, you're kind of stuck. You're kind of, you know screwing yourself there but um you you can't they can't all be the best and you got to make your best at some point and i think that was blink at their best even if it was blink at their worst at the time um but the end was was near after that album they broke up um even before that i just want to give a shout out to box called racial and uh the new album has a, a track that's goes back to their I didn't like that album at the time, Box Color Race. I was like, well, this isn't Blink. I right. want we, Blink. We, we, we're just all, you know. All about every, Blink. Everything that, you know, Tom does, everything that Mark does. And we're like, oh, well, it's got to sound like Blink. And the fact that it didn't, it was yeah. like weird, you know. But uh, I went back, back in May, I guess. Shit, it felt like two weeks ago, but it was fucking May, five months ago. And uh, I listened back to that album, and I love it. Um, more than some of the Blink albums and uh, I was just like man I wasn't feeling this no pun intended um, at the time but I'm all about this now and now I see how that album really set the pace to the self-titled album that I love so much um, and it a lot of the sounds really came from that box called Racial album so and you could tell you could tell it's yeah. heavily influenced and that's the other thing, and I think why I didn't like it at the time. I was more um, um, a Mall Coppice guy than a Travis, I mean, a Tom DeLonge guy. Um, vocal rise, songwriting style style. I like Plus 44 more than Angels and Airwaves. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was like, you know what? Going back and listening, Box Call Racial album's tight. And I like it more now, and I think it got them with age. Um kind of the cool thing about music and then rediscovering it yeah. is something that you just didn't hit you when you were younger if you go back and you listen to it now it can kind of hit yeah. you in a whole new light so 
And even though like I liked Bob, I like I was more plus fully full than Angels and Airwaves when they split and went their separate ways. Um, I think a lot of us. The eventual, the first song released by Angels and Airwaves like is better than any plus fully full song yeah. ever. But after that, I was just like, all right, like the eventual is cool, but I don't really care for these other stuff. Um, and then Plus Fully Full is just like, alright, this is fine, but it's just you trying to be Blink without Blink. It's Blink without Tom. And then the, the Blink reunion happened, the Neighborhoods they did, which we talked about, and I think it's a fun album. I think you should go back and listen. It's a bit of a mess, and like, knowing where they were at the time, you know, it, it's not, you can tell where the cracks were, and I, I, why I it sounds kind of weird. To me, but, so, to me, I feel like that reunion back with the neighborhoods and everything, you know, when they reunited, like, after, you know, Travis almost died in the uh, airplane accident and their longtime producer died, it just seemed, especially from Tom's perspective, um, that that reunion was more so for, it was more business-related. Yeah. Oh, we have to do this. 100%. For, we have to do this for business. Yeah. Where I feel like the new, the, the latest reunion that we're getting right now, this is, like, for fun. Yeah, Th this, is like we real, fun. this is like we really want to do it. Yeah, they're having fun. And even like when, on those tools and stuff, you know, they're still doing the, the the dick jokes and everything. And But it just didn't seem like they forced. were. It kind of felt yeah. forced, you know. Even like when they were doodle jokes at each other, it didn't seem like friends joking on each other. It, like we went to, we saw them twice after that reunion. And it, it almost, it was awkward when they would make those jokes at yeah. each other. And uh, Tom, I think, was also drinking heavily at the time, which, uh, no surprise there. But Malk would get, like, annoyed and be like, all right, that's enough, that's enough. And, like, you can tell there was tension. It was just weird. Um, now it seems like they're friends again. And, and, and that's what this new album feels like, and it, it's nice. It's nice to have that. Um, but, you know, at the time they did that, and then dogs eating dogs, they break up. Breakup Part 2, broke up again, uh, Tom just kind of stopped showing up, kind of, Neville quit, but it seemed like he quit. So then they just decide to move on, they they get Matt Skiba, Entel Matt Skiba, they do those albums, California 9, which were alright, but just, it Neville seemed like Blink. I mean, there's some fun songs there, but it didn't seem like Blink then. Go back a year or two ago, Muck gets diagnosed with cancer. Um, and then you kind of knew once that happened. We already lived through Travis, you know, escaping death when, you know, his best friend at the time dies in the same crash that happens and Travis survives that and then Blink reunite after that. You... you you kind of figured this was coming. Everyone saw it coming, but still, it took a while. But then once it happened, everyone knew it was happening, but it was just so much excitement and joy that it was happening. It happens. Um, they released Edging, which was, what, a year ago now? Oval a year ago? Doesn't feel that long. Are you serious? <laughs> I think it was a year ago. Oh, um, my God. Oval a year now. No. Yeah, yeah, that was like... Um, about a year ago, they announced their reunion and, and released Edging. Um, Are you sure? Yeah. 
I'm it's thinking, past I'm a thinking, year. I'm thinking March, maybe? No, no? this was, like, this wow. time last year. Time is weird. Yeah, especially post-COVID. It's really weird. Uh, but they released Edging, and it's like, all right, Blink's back. They're having fun. Uh, and they're friends again. And, you know, it just, even from the release of that song, it, it felt it felt like Blink was back and they were Blink. Um, and then they announced this tool that they just did that was a long one um, with Turnstile and a bunch of those bands. We, we saw them. We already talked about that. But, you know, they, they were great on this thing. But we were the anticipation all year. They said they were writing new music. They had a new album. It was going to be great. Yesterday, October 20th, 2023, the new album finally released. One more time. I have it right here in my hand. It doesn't have a name on it. It doesn't have the alt look they ended up going with. Because they kind of just, once it was done, they it takes so long to get albums pressed anymore on vinyl. Takes a lot, Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, they just kind of pushed it out, and it's just this generic where it's got the Blink logo on pink. Um, almost looks like the alt look from the last out uh, from the self-titled album. And then uh, they released, you know, they just released it without alt look a, a name, but it's called One More Time, because as the song One More Time states, and it's about, you know, they're getting back together one more time um hopefully for the last time and hopefully for real this time one more time to do this one more time to fuck it up yeah as they said um which is you know a realistic attempt at it i mean we we just reunited our band a couple months ago one more time e57 we had a fun reunion show and hopefully more comes from that um, but you know, it's just kind of the the thing in the mindset when you do these reunions. It's like, hey, you know, let's do this one more time. If it's for the last time, it's for the last time. But if it's not, at least you know, you know, at least we're doing it. Yeah, at least we're doing it. And I feel that's the case with Blink here. You know, they're being realistic about it. It could be the last time, but and who knows how long it's gonna last. But Blink's back. They released the new album. It's here now. And uh, if you've listened this long, 50 minutes into the episode, we're going to get into the new album. <laughs> I don't feel like we got off track too much. I no, really no. Um, we wanted to do a Blink cast anyways. Um, to we're, go, just, we're just doing a little backstory for you. Yeah. Um, you know, we're doing the podcast we were going to do back in March. But we're finally getting oh, out. May, whatever fucking month it is. It's <laughs> October now. I'm going to go grab another Apple's Crisp. Do you want another one? Oh, uh, sure. All right. I'll, yeah, and I'll then, enjoy uh, one. We're going to do one more time. One more time. Can I, can I start with the leadoff track? Yeah. All right, let's get to it. So the leadoff track on one more time is Anthem 3. And if you're a Blake 182 fan and you've been listening, um, you will realize that this is a trilogy track. Uh, they had Anthem... The original anthem on Enema of State, way back, same album with, you know, What's My Age Again, and Adam's Song, and all the small things. Anthem, all the, the original small anthem things. appeared on that album, Enema of State. State. Yes. Uh, anthem At the time two. was thought of as like a whatever track. Yeah, and then who would know that it would turn into a trilogy? 
Yeah. Uh, Anthem, t- I don't even know if they probably didn't plan on that either. I'm sure they yeah. didn't. Uh, Anthem 2 appeared on Take, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Yeah. Opening track. Also, opening track when we just saw them this past summer. Yeah. They opened with it. It's just uh, brought a it back. opening track. Um, and now we have Anthem 3, which is the opening track here on One More Time. And I got to tell you, from the opening uh, drum uh, fill, from the opening guitar, uh, I was into it. Yeah, it's I was like, like, okay, Blink's back. Wow, this Let's is a go. trilogy song that actually doesn't suck. Yeah. Because when I think of trilogy songs, really, I only think of Metallica's The Unforgiven, The Unforgiven 2, and The Unforgiven 3. I don't know if there's that many trilogies. I like, there should I, be. I, I like Unforgiven 2. Song. Unforgiven 2 is actually trilogy my favorite. Trilogy movies three. barely work, let alone songs. Yeah. If you're doing <laughs> this is a risky. Same, this is a risky thing to do. This coming from my band E57 has five pirate tracks. Yeah. We have a whole EP... Um, full tracks of, of the same song, I the Pirate. And then you would think, oh, that's enough, we're good. We did a full-length album, you know. We, we have I the Pirate, we have, um, uh, we have Dauntless, and then, which is part two of that. Then we have Chapter 3, then we did the prologue, and that's the EP. And then when we did a full-length album, we said, you know what? Let's add an epilogue. And then we did the fifth pirate on, on the album. It, it, but this, this is a tricky thing to do. It's tricky. Not many artists do this, and for good reason. Yeah. Uh, but Blink did it. This is the third anthem, and uh, I like it. Uh, yeah. I think it's a good start to the album. But um, is the best anthem Good Charlotte's anthem? <laughs> I think might it be. might be. It might be. Um, but, it might be. And I don't even like Good Charlotte. I know. But this but is the be. anthem. Throw all your hands it up. It might be the best anthem. But this is a good anthem. Anthem, uh, and much better than yeah. Godsmack's Voodoo 2. Oh, uh, much better, much oh. better, much better than, <laughs> much, much better than Metallica's. I forgot um, about Voodoo 2. Yeah, see? Oh. This is why bands shouldn't do it. Yeah. Much better than, um, Metallica's Unforgiven 3. Yeah. It's the better trilogy. Um, uh, we did this with Metallica Unforgiven. Let's do it. Fuck, Mary kill, Blink-182 anthems. I'm gonna fuck Anthem Paul 2. It's the sexiest. Okay. It's very fiery. I want to fuck it. Um, they mentioned fire in Anthem 3. I'm on fire. That's true. Mentioned in Anthem 3. You know what? I might fuck Anthem 3, marry Anthem 2. Yes. I don't the, really even remember Anthem 1. It's a one. very forgettable song yeah. on a great album. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to go I'll with you on Anthem that. I'm, I'm going with you on that one. Mm. All right. We agree. Yeah. But anyway, this is a good this is a good track to lead off the album. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm yeah. feeling I'm feeling I'm very, feeling this. I'm feeling very. That's nos- a good lead. I'm feeling out. very lead nostalgic. Track. I'm feeling very good with this album. I, I think it's kind of like it's kind of got an inspirational tone yeah. to it. Like you know, okay, like it's got you've, some angsty punk. But yeah, it's you, also kind of like it's kind of as alluding we said, to people saying it's a more mature blink. Yeah, it this, seems so a little so mature. far yeah. so far yes. It's it's kind of a song about what I get out of it is kind of. Okay, you've wasted a lot of your life. You wasted a lot of your days, but today you can today start is anew. Today, you can reinvent yourself. Yeah. Does Blink reinvent themselves with this album? Not no. really. But um, this leads into the next track. It leads into Tom saying, "You know what I like to uh, what's I what I like to teach people about when I'm teaching masturbation is uh, just have fun with it." And Most mature Blink album, right? Yeah. Um, but it's fun, you know. It's Tom being Tom. And it leads into Dance With Me, which is a very fun track. This is my um, favorite track on the album. Yeah, I think okay. it might be mine, too. It's very, very catchy, very upbeat. Um, 
It's got. I, I, I could even deal with the ole, 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 yeah, ole's. Yeah, uh, very catchy, I did, I did annoying. Not, I did not ole, like it at ole, first, ole. but this is, this is vintage Blink. This is a fun song. It's a song you just want to dance to, and uh, the album, oh, the video for the song, very uh, Ramones tribute, Ramones-esque, and it, you know, kind of brings back that, you know, Ramones, I think, were the first crappy punk, pop punk band. You know, we talk about the Ramones as if they're the Beatles of pop punk, or the Beatles of punk rock or anything. They're pretty crappy. I love the Ramones. They're crappy. They created crappy pop punk. Like, you know. And they should be proud of it. Yeah. You know, same with, you know, Nirvana's put on this pedestal for grunge and like whatever sound you want to say there. They were crappy. Good, but crappy. That's, you know, that in Blink's crappy pop punk and they're not afraid to say it. That's the genre. And, you know, it, it's a it's a fun track. And we're off and we're cooking with these these first two yeah, songs, I think. Pumped. I'm happy so far. And then Fell in Love comes up next. Um, and a little fun, crappy pop punk song. Yeah, about, you know, feeling, for, you know, about Very falling, feeling this about falling in love, you know, yeah. it gives, gives you that warm and fuzzy feeling. Uh, feeling this, uh, it's like the that. The is always. Always. Yeah. That I got definite always vibe. It's not as good as always. Um, yeah. but it's kind of gives me neighborhood vibes. Yeah. This yet again, oh, we're three for three. Yep. Feeling it. Feeling it. Not quite falling in love with it yet, but no. I, I'm digging it. Yeah. I'm, I'm flirting. I'm flirting with it. <laughs> three songs and, I'm, and I like them. I might, I might go home with it. Might <laughs> take it home. Um, and then up next terrified, which you hear it and you go, oh, this sounds like box call racelet. Ah. And uh, Tom says in the interview that I've yet to watch that I probably should have watched before doing this. But um, he, he confirmed that this was a box call racel song that was, you know, never released, that was demoed and was just sitting there. And they, they brought it back to life, resurrected it. But for here this it is album. on a new Blink-182 album in 2023. How about that? Which I, I think before, even before... Um, Malk's diagnosis and everything and, you know, the rumors of the Blink reunion installed it. There were some reunion, some rumors of a box called Racer reunion because I think Tom and Travis first kind of started talking again and being friendly again to each other and they were kind of teasing something. So I think this was bound to happen anyways. This song was going to see the light of day and it's kind of cool that it happened and it happened as a Blink song. Travis was the drummer of Boxcar, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and Mark was left out. Mark was Mark was left out, but he he did a song on the album. But, but I remember him being kind of jealous. Yeah, he was a, a little annoyed, and I think that stalled it to cause um, some dissension in the band. But um, but yeah, Box Hall Race was Tom and Travis's little pet project, and um, I think it really helped shape Blink and make Blink better. And, then, and as far as this album goes, you know, the first three songs in the album very pop punky, very nostalgic feeling. Uh, and then you get the guitar coming in for this one, Terrified, and the vibe of this song is different from the... Tom's even a little screaming a little yeah, bit. He's got a little it, rasp it kinda, in his voice. Kinda, oh, things are picking up a notch You now. get a little we're, terrified. We're, 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 uh, we're going in a bit of a different direction. So it's a little jarring. Yeah, I like it, though. Which, you know, as I love the self-titled album, I'm starting to think, oh, this might get self-titled territory here. Um, which, it, I don't think it gets to that level, but it... it it teases it. It gets there, and uh, this is kind of the 
the lead into that. Um, and then the next track, the self-titled track of the album, um, One More Time, which is just a great ballad. Yeah. Probably the slowest Blink song. Um, you know, this this song is just uh, one that hits you, especially when you look at, like... Everything that happened. Yeah, how, you know, yeah, why everything... almost died. You know, how it takes a plane crash or, you know, one of the members getting cancer yeah. for them to have to get back together and tell each other that they love each other. Yeah. And, um, it's very much, you know, it's a deep song, uh, simplistic song musically. Yeah. Um, but, um, it's a song that really hits you. And if it, and if you listen to the song and don't feel anything, you might not have a soul. Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. If you know the story and you know everything there, um, not to keep bringing it back to like myself and my, and, and our band and everything, there was a point in time where I thought like, what would it take to get like our band e57 back together i'm like like i hope it doesn't get to the point where like one of us is in one of these situations but yeah. you know sometimes it seems like that's where it, it gets to um and, and all like... it took was me just to reach out <laughs> right. and go hey guys luckily i'm not doing shit luckily i would we... like to do shit do you guys want to do shit luckily we didn't have to go to the lengths that blink one yeah we didn't have to almost die um all we had to do is go I'm kind of bold. Yeah, I would like to play let's, music, let's do a and I, I love you guys and miss you guys. Can we just do that, even if it's just once? Yes. And that's all it took. And that's probably all it took for these guys. But sadly, you know, as the song states, it took these, uh, you know, deadly uh, near-death experiences to get there. But it's a very emotional song and, you know, very, like, piano and uh, melody-driven um Kind of reminds me of like those slow Lincoln Park songs. So it's almost like a, a Lincoln Park even uh, melody. Even Travis lends his vocals. Yeah, Travis does some vocals here. on here and does some vocals later on in the album. Um, um, but I gotta tell you, I'm five songs singing and I'm really enjoying this. I'm liking it. Yeah. And then they go into from this nice ballad a little piano intro into the next one more than you know. And you kind of get a little worried, though, because you just had a ballad. And then this next one starts off with some piano, and it goes, Oh, I don't I don't want to go completely down here. Like, pick me back up. And then this kind of also brought me back to why I love the self-titled album so much, is because you have a fast-paced song, then they do a little slow interlude, but then it picks right back up. And then that's what this song does. More than you know, it goes right into uh, fast-paced um, it's the one and only Blink song to ever have that Travis Evel does double bass drums on. Hmm. And Travis just said, yeah, I never did it, and uh, I just felt the song called for it. By the way, and Travis produced this album. Travis did produce the album. I was wondering who produced it since the old producer passed away. And, you know, Travis does a lot of producing with different, you know, all this to, you know, he add, but added again, that to it. This is yet another... Uh, very boxcar racer, very self-titled Blink One Eighty Two song. You you could put it on a boxcar racer album. You could put it. Yeah. You could definitely put it on Blink One Eighty Two self-titled album. I, yeah, and I, I hear elements of down. I hear elements of not now, which is a song off their greatest hits that was unreleased. Um, Halt's all gone off neighborhoods. Um, I, I it's kind of just raw and just fun. At first, I didn't care too much for it when they this released one's been a, it this one's one been a grower time. this one's been a grower and, I, think, um, I think i texted you the other day i'm like hey man this song's really growing. yeah i didn't i didn't like this song until um i learned how to play it on bass because i 
I, I wanted to play one of these new songs one more time as much as I love the song there's not much there when it comes to bass of the song hardly it's anything like there on drums three notes yeah it's, it's... there's not much going on so this was the song I lend to and I'm like well I want to learn a new blank song I'm going to learn this song and it wasn't until I learned the song and then I kept playing it and I was like this is fucking fun to play if I was in this band I would want to play this song live all the time and they've been playing it live and I could see why um, it's just a really fun song and uh, maybe that's what it takes for you to, to, to really appreciate the song is to, to learn it um, but it, it's a really fun track um, this leads into Turn This Off which is you know your classic 30 second blink song which you know there there are no strange two you know one one of their most popular songs even though it's not on any of the albums family reunion fuck piss shit fuck cocksucking motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. just told him trot twat um uh then happy holidays you bastard you know they they tend to do these they did this on the skiba albums these quick little uh, 30 second tracks where it's just fast and furious um, but I said this when we just because I don't even know if we fucking mentioned this and now we're an hour into the episode we just listened to this for the first time on vinyl we've listened to it once or twice on CD, Spotify, whatever but albums don't they hit different on vinyl I feel like I don't want to be one of those vinyl snobs that oh you gotta listen on vinyl It's it's got but albums hit different on vinyl. We just listened to it for the first time on vinyl. And uh, it, it's fresh little memory from just listening to that. And I said to you when we were listening to it that it gave me no effects vibes. Very no effects. <laughs> yeah. Which more, then made me more, think. More crappy punk. And then go uh, for the people saying most mature Blink album? Really? Really? Question mark? You want to read that lyric? Or do you want me to do it? Um... So it's I'll, I'll just read the whole fucking song because it's like five lines. If you're too sensitive, we'll tone this off. If you're offended to these words, then please fuck off. You're an asshole. Oh, what a dick. Then something I can lick. That's something I can lick. <laughs> then maybe we can call ourselves procrastinics. Um, when I first took you to a sushi date. When I first took you to sushi on a date. You took me home. I sadly pumped away. On your stomach. Oh, facial ass. It's your fault that I came too fast. So don't blame it on me. That's a you thing. That's the Most Matula Blank uh, album, ladies and gentlemen. That's what people are saying. But uh, fuck off. Why not? Um, <laughs> it, it's Fast and Furious as um, that come load, I guess. A couple at, seconds. At end of that song. A couple seconds. Um, but then this leads into When We Were Young, which is more of a, a serious song. It's a song uh, Tom said, or Mulk said, you know, it's about him looking back and how he almost passed away and everything and looking back at, you know, When We Were Young. You know, it's fun. It's nostalgic. A little generic. But um, my whole thing with this song is, would this be a song if the festival... When we were young, which is happening right now for the second year in a row, if this didn't exist and wasn't a big phenomenon that it became, you think they knew they were playing this festival and they wanted to write a song about the festival? Absolutely, because <laughs> this festival was booked 
a year ago. That's good marketing. Because we did the they had to have played podcast it tonight, right? at that from show. last year. At the festival, they had to have played it, yeah. right? I, I, I mean, they're playing right now, I think, but um, I guarantee stuck it's at work be like a, a typical jerk. One of my favorite time. lyrics of the whole album. Yeah, stuck I was at stuck jerk at like Wolk. a typical jerk. I was stuck at work all day something today. We like all, something we can all relate to every single day. We're so close to the end. Can we pause so I can pee? Yeah, sure. That's a blink thing. Yeah, that's a you thing, babe. All right, and then we got uh, Edging. Edging. Right, the previously released track yeah. that we previously talked about. That I said is a year old, and you didn't believe it. I did not it, believe that. It, I can't it, believe it. So I, this I, was released in 2022. Yeah, 2022. Um, I, I, it's a, it was a fun, like, hey, Blink's back in their fun release. I, you know, um, kind of Green Day-esque. Um, Model Day, Green Day that I don't think so much of. I actually look October 14th, 2022, this was released. Wow, so, as I said, Literally, over a yeah. year. I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of happy they kept it on the album. I hate when bands will release a song and then don't put it on the album. But then you have bands like, um, I think we mentioned with the Offspring with the, their last album, where they had that one song that was like two years old and they threw it on the album. That's a bit much. But if within the year you released a song, Put it on the fucking album. Like, why not? Doesn't it kind of sound like a weird fit on the album, though? A little bit. I guess, but there's, like, a, a few weird fits. Like, yeah. I mean, the 30-second, like, turn this off, and then fuck face, like... Yeah. You know. You know. I'm not a huge fan of the song, but it is catchy. Isn't feeling this kind of a weird track to be on self-titled? I guess so, when you look back at it. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have that on albums. Um... It's old news. It was a fun retelling. It's catchy. It's kind of annoying, but uh, <laughs> I fucked all in church. Don't you know? Oh, oh. Uh -huh. It was fun when they played it live. It was like, hey, it's a new song. It was the only it. new song they had at the time. But you know, just because it's a year old, I I'm probably gonna skip it every time I listen to this album now. I don't know if I will. Yeah, you know, it's two minutes. It's like two minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, I might just it play out. it through. Um, and then uh, the next one is you don't know what you got till it's gone and other you know. kind of like sad you know Monk almost died a song reflecting on that um, vintage sad blink slow intro kind of like stay together for the kids and again content wise song a song you know. we can all kind of relate to in one way yeah. or another uh with it reminds me of The Office um, with Andy when he goes, you ever think about, like, uh, you know, the good old days. You don't know the good old days and until they're gone. Like, you don't realize you're, what the good, you're in the good old days at the time. And that's kind of what the song's about, you know. A lot of reflecting on this album. Yeah. Which, that's where the maturity of the album comes from, and I understand why people say it's the most mature Blink album. But then you but have then you a song it. like um, Turn This Off, where it's uh, basically about just coming too fast. <laughs> Premature ejaculation. Very mature. Uh, <laughs> fun. I mean, it's a real issue. But, you know, this sounds like a single. There's so many songs where I'm just listening, and I go, like... 
they must have been like banging the head against the wall. No wonder why they released like half the album before the album came out. Because there's so many singles on this album. And I feel like the, the fact that they released five within five weeks, it kind of, you know, I don't know if these songs were going to get like noticed like they were. I think what made Always stand out, when go back to Blink's self-titled album. We love this album, don't we, self-titled? Yeah, oh my god, we can just do a whole episode on this album. But I didn't, when I first listened to it, and this was an album, this goes back, talking about going old, being old, and how this, we just listened, it makes no sense when you think about it. So we just sat and listened to this new Blink album on vinyl, on a record player. Blink self-titled, which, as much as I, I like Neighborhoods, um, and I don't mind the, the Skiba albums that much, the last real Blink album was self-titled. And do you remember what we did when I bought self-titled? I think I went to Target, maybe I went to Gallery of Sound local record store here, and I bought it on CD. We went up to your room, and you had a boombox CD player. A five disc, you still have it, and yep. it's just co- collecting dust. It has like five disc CD changer. That was being really dating ourselves. And we sat in your room and we pressed play and sat and listened to it on CD. Mm-hmm. And we were just kind of blown away by the album, even though it was kind of more of a growl and grew on us. But at the time, like I felt so many emotions listening to that album. Uh, I didn't. The song Always didn't hit me until they released it as a single, and it was the very last single they released on the album, and it was like the fifth single. Months after the... Maybe almost a year after the CD even came out. And then I was like, oh my god, this is the best song on this album. Uh, And that's kind of how I felt about that song. So, like, I feel like some of these songs, these singles that they just released in the last month, like... um, like this one, you don't know what you got. Um, fell in love, maybe. Um, the next song we're gonna talk about. When we were that's young, my, they released all these songs, and it's like I don't even know if they fully like hit their peak or the potential yet because it just kind of all came out at once, and that's kind of how it is now. Here, here's the song off one more time. That's gonna do it. Tell me right now. Blink wave. Blink wave. All right. There's just something about this one. Fun. It's a catchy it's dance a sleeper, song. Uh, Synth, very synth heavy. Kind of like the ghost on the dance floor when it, on the. Uh, I think I think this is a song where neighborhoods. You know, first you know your first several listens through, you're gonna you're gonna overlook it. Yeah. But I think this is the song that maybe month, weeks, months, years down the line. It's gonna be the song. Gonna be like oh, Blink Wave. It's gonna be the song track. they're not playing on this tool. Yeah, but they might play two, three tools from now. Okay, I mean I'll be, um, I'll be excited. For and it. then people are gonna go nuts. Like, um, this is just an awesome what was, synthy 80s. You, you know, I just mentioned it from Neighborhoods. Standout track from when we just saw them in May. Ghost on the Dance Floor from Neighborhoods. Which you wouldn't even think of. And it's like, why? You look at a set list. Why are they even doing this song? I was going to say the and California then, track. Which, I again, I don't. I hate that album. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Bold to Death. Was, yeah. Was, yeah, that's was, what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, Ghost on the Dance Floor, that's how I felt like... Um, when, like with this track like it's just a fun uh catchy dancey pop vintage and then they end it with the all the small things ending the da 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 classic i'm glad that you picked up on that as well as oh, I did. I, it's it's a go-to end 
Limp Bizkit's got to go to end it. Completely steal it for some stuff. Yeah, you know, it's a classic ending. And then this goes in the Hurt interlude, which is very Angels and Airwaves, Tom, Spacey, um, little emo thing. And I think that's a nice little ending to the song. Oh, wait, uh, I skipped Bad News. Bad News comes off the Blink Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, this, uh, like a sad, reflective, emo breakup anthem, I felt like. Um, I, I hear some old school dude ranch in there, but some self-titled still. And we love this, right? We love when bands kind of find a way to get all of their, a little bit of a sound of all of their albums yeah. and put it in and, one album. And that's what I will say about, I, I enjoy about this album. You hear Dude Ranch, you hear Enema of the State, you hear Self-Titled, you hear Box Call Racial, which wasn't even blank. Um, but you're hearing Neighborhoods, which is an album a lot of people have looked and go back and listen to it. Um, you're hearing all of that. And then there's even something kind of new and, and you know, some new sounding in there. And then maybe, you know, the stuff from Model Age where Blink hasn't released an album, at least this lineup of Blink hasn't released an album in over 10 years. So, the you know, there's some other stuff there. And um, I, I hear it on this song almost a little bit of everything. I, I hear some newfound glory in there, which that's another thing. Like with, with these these bands that were big in the late 90s, 2000s, I feel like we're kind of mirroring each other and, and showing signs of that and their new old stuff. I hear some, like, Taylor Swift Lady Gaga in the close here, which kind of annoys me, but then it kind of looks like that. I got bad news! <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. But it kind of fits the song. I like it. I dig this track. Um, and then this is a track that ends with, it goes into the Hurt interlude off the walls. You know, kind of uh, a sad, emo, Angels and Airwaves, spacey-sounding track. Um... Tom being Tom and you know I dig it and I'm like okay this album might end strong now right you know we had the last few songs I I agree with edging kind of sounds a little off but you know it's still a fun track I feel like I wouldn't skip it really I wouldn't if it wasn't a year old I, I I might have a different opinion but it's old news to me but um and then uh up next the song a lot of people are loving I'm hearing a lot of people say this is their favorite song on the album. They love it. Turpentine. <laughs> and I, I kind of get it because people love Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. You ask a lot of Blink fans what their top album is, and they're probably going to say Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Not me. Not me but either. I get it. Um, it's the most angsty pop punk and, uh, you know, this kind of brings back that. It, it's got a little box call race. It's got a little bit of self-titled. Um, it's Stick your dick in Ovaltine. Vintage Tom. Vintage Tom. Tom's Jerk doing, off to a magazine. If you like the I miss you Tom DeLong meme voice, you're going to get it in this song. I mean, it's all over the place. Um, just, um, just the way he's pronouncing blah 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 blah. very uh reckless and banded anthem-esque i feel like um but yeah uh the song ends with take a bunch of ecstasy blah 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 uh (laughs) god damn it 
because he runs out of things to say. And that's the, the song just ends with, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I love the effort. <laughs> I love the like, work right. they put in. Uh, shit. Um, that's like edging. At the end of the edging, he just goes, shit! I like the, I love that they left that in there, too. Yeah, I love it, too. Um, I keep bringing back old dandy 57 we have this the last song we did uh tenso um seth will at the time uh yells uh fuck well it might have been shit um i think it's fuck yeah he yells fuck because he he thought he like uh, missed the pulp to come in and he actually hit it on time but he yells fuck and we go oh and we kept it in the song because it adds to it and it it, and i like that blink did that here too and it's it seems like a Tom thing, and that's this seems like a Tom way to end the song too. Blah 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 blah, and then ending it with God, God damn it! Like he's even like fed up with the song. He's annoyed by himself. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I get why people like the song. It's a fun, angsty, it's a little uh, all over the place. Song. It's a little yeah. messy. But I mean, you're gonna get that type of song. But and I, get... I would rather a song like that than a song like Childhood, which is coming up soon. Yeah. Um, I would have ended the album here, even with as messy as this song is. Because uh, next is Fuckface, which is another going back to track seven. Turn this off. It's another thirty seconds. Filler. Fast pop it's punk. Um, like no effects, crappy pop punk. But apparently, this is a song Travis wrote for a solo punk album that he never did, and then he wanted to bring it back to life. So Travis is kind of doing the lead vocals, I guess here. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just, uh... I mean, I love that the three of them are collaborating like this. Yeah, and, you know, know, Travis produced it. It's kind of, it seems like it's Travis's album. Everybody's getting their shine on a little bit. Yeah. And this, that's cool. Um, and this heavy on drums, this song, it's almost like a drum interlude with just, like, crazy fast-paced, um, pop-punk singing. And, and, you know, Travis is doing a lot of singing, too. And it's just like, fuck. And then the song ends. But, you know, it's a quick interlude. And then, uh, you know, it doesn't noble states. Welcome, it's filled. It is what it is. Um, you know, there's a, some of the best rap albums of all time. Um, you go with the NMNs and the Dr. Dre's, you know, uh, Kendrick Lamar's. These rap albums feature five tracks that'll just quick interludes that'll just fill that, you know, just something to lead into the next track and you're you know i'm fine with that as long as it's not wasting too much time and i don't think it wastes too much time on this album um this goes into the next track other side which i consider the last decent track on the album because we'll get to the last song on the album but um it's a fine song i think it's more of like a b-side um which i kind of you know a lot of blink songs i felt like um kind of a lot of Blink albums kind of go this route. I feel like Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, what it everyone loves. I get it. Uh, <laughs> goes this route. Everyone loves a it bunch except of, you. Yeah, uh, and me. Even uh, Neighborhoods, which I, I think is underrated. That's another one that goes this route where um, there's a lot of like fill at the end. Um, and that's kind of the... That's like, oh, these songs could have got cut, but... I would rattle this than the bands who release um, a 10-song album and then release three bonus tracks off to the fact. And it's like, just put it on the fucking album. Like, um, 
But the other side... See you on the other side. Yeah. Some weird lyric side. about coffee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> coffee life? Is coffee like... like you I get mean, life from coffee? I, don't I know. drink coffee every day. I need it. Yeah. Uh, so I get it. But it's just... It's weird. It's a weird lyric. But yeah. I actually do like the song. And with you, I think this is... I think they probably should have went out with this one. Yeah. I mean, I would have been finding with Turpentine, but this even seems like a bevel closel. Um, yeah. Because um, then the next track, Childhood, which could work as a closing track. I just don't like the production of it. I don't like... It's the mess, man. I don't like the auto-tune. So much goddamn auto-tune. You think Tom's singing is bad? <laughs> Add auto-tune to it. It already sounds like it's like auto-tune or something. And I listen, I get the idea of the song, right? With Again, this is a very reflective album. We're reflecting that we're now all it's old. An old. It's an old... Uh, yeah, we're it's looking a, back on our childhood. What? What? Where did the time go, right? They we say think, when we were young again. You already did a song that said that. But and usually I like a bookending song think, that brings back a previous we, lyric from a song. We, but we get it. You're we think, old. We we're think, old. We're old. We're, you're old. We're old. I know. <laughs> I get it. Get it old Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, you're old. I'm old. But, we uh, wish it was the 90s. I wish it was the 90s. So I get I get where the song's coming from. But it's just a mess of a song. And I, I really don't yeah, like it at all. I don't like the auto tune. It sounds like a Twenty One Pilots song. And I wish I hate Twenty One Pilots. I hate what I hate. Um, You're full of hate. I hate Machine Gun Kelly. I hate like this wow. that this is what pop punk Dude. is now. And uh, don't play into it, Blink. Like don't, don't. Hey, you know, if if, if you you gotta join join the crowd if if you can. Like fuck it. Be you. It's this good, isn't you. It's a good album. It goes on on a bit of a sour note. Yeah, but I mean, but there's a lot on this album to enjoy. Overall, I think it, it's a it's a fine album, much better than like any Blink album in the year 2023 should be. Um, you know, I I had they, started off. It starts off great. It starts off like, great. First five songs, I'm all about it. I'll take it over the Matt Skiba albums. There's a lot of filler, and uh, I definitely don't like the closer. But, uh, I mean, the fact that we're getting an, an, a noble album in the year 2023 with these guys, especially with, you know, we almost lost Malk. Um, so just got to be hap happy and grateful that great. it happens, gotta, and it's as great, good as it is. Grateful for what we got. Yeah. You don't you know, know what we, you got until it's gone. Yeah. Thankfully, it's it's not gone yet. And it's, so they're still here. They still got. So how it. how long you think this reunion is gonna last? Is it here to stay? Is it truly one more time? I mean, I think it's one more time because I think you can't do it again. Like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. You mean like as far you, as break up and then get back together? Yeah, again. yeah. Um, I mean, they're not getting any uncle, even though as this album seems to be they wish they were getting younger um but it's not gonna happen like uh like this is it but who the fuck knows rolling stones just released a new album with yeah. the remaining members and maybe, they're like maybe, fucking 90 maybe so maybe they'll you know continue on in their 80s and 
there'll I mean, still it's, be it's yeah, Blink we'll still be writing songs about teenage love and broken hearts. Like one eighty two, so let's yeah, one hundred and eighty two years of like one eighty two. Let's live up to the name. And you know what? I'll be in my sixties loving it. So whatever. <laughs> that's... Kill me. I think that's accurate. <laughs> um so but you know the album's fun it's nostalgic it, um it's emotional it's you know it, it brings out a lot of emotions it it a lot of this may seem like i hate it i don't hate it i enjoy critics. it critics. I, same thing we did we talked about the new metallic album i'll take new i'll take new stuff from the all this that i grew up loving than nothing at all like I haven't liked the last two Wes Anderson movies as much as I like well, all the Wes Anderson movies. Mean, does that mean you'd never want to see a no, Wes Anderson I'll movie? No, I'll take yet? a Wes Anderson movie over any Marvel movie any day. I'll take it over like half of this stuff. I haven't seen the new Martin Scorsese movie. I didn't like The Irishman that much. I'll take whatever Martin Scorsese releases. I'll watch it. If it's five hours long, I'll watch it over 90-minute movies from any other director any day of the week. And, um... Not comparing Molten School Season to Blink One Eight Two—that's fucking stupid. But um, we've been grandfathered you know. in, though. Yeah, with what we love. Yeah, you, you know, know I'm gonna listen to it, and if I still enjoy it somewhat, I'm gonna enjoy it. And there's, you know, there's a lot to enjoy in this album. Yeah. Is this an album that we're gonna talk about ten years from now? Oh, it's great. No, probably not. No, I'm not gonna praise it like I praise self-titled. You it's know, it's probably gonna be uh, mostly forgotten about. But the here and now, yeah. um, it's enjoyable. I'm happy that it happened. I'm happy that they decided to do it one more time. If it is the last time, I'll take it for what it is, and I'll, I'll enjoy it for what it is. Um, and for as long as they're still around, you know, we we got Blink One Eighty Two, the real Blink One Eighty Two. Do you want to rank Blink One Eighty Two albums last minute? Uh, I know you haven't listened to them recently, uh, like I have. Oh boy, I'll try. I'll, I'll just I'll just give my rankings All and right. see. All right. All right. If so number one, Blink One Eighty Two album. If you haven't noticed from this whole podcast, self-titled Blink One Eighty Two. All right, I'm in agreement there. Is, is my mean, top I'm Blink One Eighty Two album. I'm in agreement. At number there. two, Enema of the State. Enema of the State I'll, is just a perfect, I'll, fun pop punk album. I'll roll with that as well. Um, I'll tell you where you're wrong. Okay, number three, I'm gonna go Dude Ranch. I love Dude Ranch. Um, I feel like it's where they kind of you know, installed it to become the Blink-182 they became, and, uh... Alright, you're not wrong yet. I love it. So, even if it's if it's young and amateur-esque, I still enjoy it. You're not wrong yet. Um... Then... I'll go... Take off your pants and jacket, even though it's not my favorite... But it's got some great singles. I, you know, it's very, it is peak pop angsty, pop punk angsty Blink-182. I, I feel like I gotta put it next. You don't want to know what's weird? You don't put it there. And you want to know what album I might put there, even though I haven't listened to it in a while? Neighborhoods? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Neighborhoods is next for me, because I feel like Neighborhoods is just, you know... There's a lot of great tracks on it, and even when I I listened to the neighborhoods the day before one more time was released, and 
I had more neighborhood songs stuck in my head than one more time songs and maybe it's because nostalgically I, I already knew neighborhoods and knew the songs um, but yeah we just flip those yeah I mean I get it I, I love I, I love neighborhoods um, love I, I like neighborhoods <laughs> I, I there's a lot of fill on that like album, I said but people, there's some great love is dangerous check it out yeah there's some great tracks on there. Um, and then I, I really don't want to include Buddha in Says I'll Cat. I feel, you know, a little amateur. I don't want to. They're not put, like you put, you put record label. You put those next. I mean. I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I'll. Maybe I'll do Says I'll Cat next because, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff you, there. You're um, you're gonna go Buddha and Cesar Cat over the new album? I don't know. I gotta listen back to them, but I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just, just so dated, man. They're just yeah. so dated. I can't. I, I almost can't even count them as real albums because it wasn't like uh, official album release at a record label or anything. But um, duct tape. You're listening to duct tape on those albums. That's what they are. Um, That's but yeah, I mean, I'll probably go new album there and then. Go the the skiba albums and i'm just not going to include buddha in Nine, niner california nine's better than uh, california. nine's better than california thank you thank california's you. got some better songs what? oh no i don't even want to say that it's got some decent tracks but overall nine's a better album thank you either way they're not blink and hold uh, the pin yeah i put box call races above both of them and probably plus fully full but um it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I, I I would put the new album because it's got Tom over those albums. Cool. The... And I mean, I guess that's all we can ask for. Sounds good. Um, but if you like Blink, if you're a you Blink should like Two fan, yeah. you gotta listen to the album. Yeah, right. I think you'll enjoy it. You'll get some nostalgia. You'll get something out of it. And that's all you can ask for. And we're happy they're back for however long it lasts. Yeah. One more time. If it's one more time, if it's the last time, we're grateful, we're happy, we're there. Thank you for listening to Blinkcast. We finally did it. Five months later. One more time. One last time, maybe. <laughs> again we saw the whole world but I couldn't see 